Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome into this special Memorial Day episode of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Make sure if you're watching us on YouTube, you smash that like button. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We greatly appreciate that. Again, I want to take a second to thank everybody who uh, has served and continues to serve this, co- uh, this country of ours. We appreciate you, and especially on Memorial Day, uh, remembering all of those who made the ultimate sacrifice so we could say dumb crap and talk hockey all day. We appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Second and third, fourth. All those things. All I'm the numbers. Board. 50 of them for the 50 stars, damn it. <laughs> Soon to be Puerto Rico, maybe. All right, we're <laughs> going to talk about uh, the NHL draft today, and we'll just say his name off the top, Connor Bedard. That's going to happen. We know that's going to happen. <laughs> so for this episode, we thought, why don't we spend a little bit of time? We had a mailbag Monday question saying, like, who are some of the other prospects we should look at? So we all sort of agreed, like, let's each find like that first round guy, maybe a second round guy, and then someone who might fall a little bit later that we all like. And we would all like to see the Blackhawks uh, maybe take a flyer on on draft day now. We don't know what we're doing compared to uh, <laughs> Kyle Davidson and company, but uh, through our limited research and uh, limited resources, because I still can't find the damn hockey news draft preview, um, we're going to do our best to see if uh, one of us is right. And if we are, we're going to feel pretty smart. And if we're not, you'll forget what we predicted anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I s- And we'll forget too. <laughs> yeah. So I spun the wheel of randomness and uh, it landed on Mario. So Mario, we'll start with you. Um, one of the authors of our uh, rebuild report, along with Greg, I just read it. I, I get the fun part of the job. Um, You're the I'll, editor. Yeah, there you go. Ah, no typos <laughs> there. All right, go ahead. Feel free. Um, so why don't you start us off, Mario? Who is the first round pick? So let's just assume, uh, even though it's a tough assumption, that they're going to stay at 19. We'll just kind of yep. play that way. Like, who are the guys around 19 uh, that you that you're looking at? So there's a there's a ton of great players that are going to be available uh around the the late first round uh and 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 at 19 there's you know the options are are plenty for the blackhawks i know you guys have have two guys that i think are squarely in that like 15 to 20 25 range um but from our talk with mike donahue and you know 
kind of getting getting a grasp on you know what the Blackhawks sometimes will do with players uh, when you know when they're when they're really con- you know considering a, a player as one of their favorites. Um, this is a guy that I think probably has been on their radar given what he provides and what they lack. Um, and this is going to be a guy that I've said before uh, and might be available with their first pick in the second round. But if they don't want to roll that dice uh, and don't get back into the first round with a third first round pick, uh, it's my guy, Charlie Stramel with, with uh, out of the U S development program and with the Wisconsin Badgers. I mean, a, a linebacker on skates who is not uh you know, not a guy who you're going to complain about his skating. And, and, you know, again, talking with Mike Donahue, um, the importance that the scouting sca- staff and, and Kyle Davidson and, and, and everybody is putting on, you know, skating, skating, skating. Um, he's a guy who's 6'3", 215, 220, uh, plays down the middle, plays plays a game that they don't really have too many top-end forwards that do. They got a lot of guys who can be, you know, bottom six grindy um but not not with the the size and physical uh stature of of a guy like stramel and and if you can get a guy who can be in the mold of like an adam lowry uh you know big center can play physical can go in net front go into the corners um you know win face-offs kill penalties things like that um, I know it's not sexy to use a, the number 19th pick on a player like that, but that's a guy that I think, you know, the Blackhawks probably can see a lot of value in. Um, up up front, they need some size. And I think when you look at size, compete, um, decision-making, uh, these are all things that, that you know, scouts rave about with, with Stramel. His skills on the puck and his goal scoring are not necessarily the, the best attributes he has, but they're, but he's not, you know, he's not incompetent in those, in those, uh, areas, even though he had, you know, a low year at Wisconsin, um, everybody did. So I, I, I think, you know, you look at what he did with team USA at the world juniors, he made an impact, uh, as a draft eligible player playing in a bottom, bottom role. Um, he's someone that I've, I've, kept a, a close eye on not just because of my badger bias but also because i think he really does fit a, a need that the blackhawks have yeah i left him on the board because i knew you were going to take him being a badger and everything yeah. just leave this i didn't even <laughs> yeah I, I didn't even read any scouting reports i mean that's gonna be mario's guy no no don't even waste my time yeah <laughs> exactly yep. he's uh, uh he, he's he's my uh this year's version of lane hudson for me last year okay so yeah but look yeah. like it makes sense and i think the the beauty of having a number one pick is you can kind of maybe go off the board a little bit to to get, find something that fits a need, right? Mm-hmm. Where like Colby said it to us on uh, on Thursday's show that Davidson will kind of do that from time to time and say instead of just going best player and like filling out your one through five hundred and just picking the next available guy. Sometimes you pick for need and pick for uh, you know where your holes are, and I think adding a big, a big player is certainly something they need to do. Uh, I'm going to address that later in a draft. <laughs> Greg, where are you going with your first round pick here? Well, just to kind of add on to your point there, when you when you know you're getting Connor Bedard, and you have all these extra picks in the first three rounds, you can gamble more. You yeah. can take some, much like they did last year when they got that third first round pick. They went for the long-term project in Sam Renzel. It's a, it's a, 
high risk but very high reward. So they can they can take some more gambles. They could be a little more aggressive. And as you said, go get guys that fit their needs. And the guy I'm picking is a guy I've talked about before. I don't know if he's going to be there at 19. He like any other draft, this kid's probably a top five, top seven pick. So they may have to trade up if they love him, like I love him. They, they may have to trade up depending on what they hear, but he could be there at 19 if he is, if the Hawks are still picking there. Uh, I want them to grab Matthew Wood out of the University of Connecticut. He is a six foot four, uh, listed as a right winner, winger, but has played some center before. So, uh, you know, they we all kind of are under the consensus that they're going to target size after Connor Bedard this draft. They need it. Bedard's. On the smaller side, Frank Nazar, another one of their top prospects on the smaller side. They, get, they need to get some size, and there's a lot of size in this draft. And Wood, to me, is, is what they need. A big guy, um, he had 11 goals, 34 points in 35 games uh, in his first year at UConn. And then at that under-18 World Juniors, he kind of got overshadowed a little bit. Everybody was talking about Will Smith and Gabe Perot, but he had – Seven goals and 13 points in seven tournament games. So he was a big factor there as well. Um, funny story about Matt, uh, Matthew Wood. He is one of these guys we talked about yesterday, one of these Canadian-born players that have decided to skip the CHL and go to the NCA because he said it's it's better for his overall development. He was actually drafted uh, pretty high by the Regina Pats. He could have been Connor Bedard's teammate this year, but decided to go to Connecticut instead. Um, he's got a really great shot and he's not afraid to use it. I believe he led the Huskies in shots on goal. He's, uh, some scouts have said he's one of the best goal scorers in the entire draft. He's got great hands, high, high IQ. He's got a very long reach at six foot four. So that's going to come in handy in the defensive zone. Um, he needs to improve on his speed and mobility, but let's face it. Most 17, 18 year old players need to do, need work on, you know, skating speed, defensive play. That's not a unique uh downside but at 18 you got plenty of time to work on that those are things you can work on um a lot of people have compared him to tage thompson because well thompson went to uconn as well but the size big guy that can score goals imagine getting a tage thompson type player with connor bedard and lucas reichel and frank nazar i mean that's pretty sexy to me and i think matthew was that guy i don't know if, if he'll be there at 19 some like Bob McKenzie has him ranked like fourth overall on his list. <laughs> like, but there is, so he can go anywhere from like top five to 19. But I think if the Hawks love him, maybe that's a guy they trade up for maybe like 12 or 13, move up a few spots to make sure you give him sacrifice. One of those other second round picks. I think it'd be worth it. Yeah. I mean, a, a Tage Thompson to play with Connor Bedard. Yes, please. That would yeah, be, that, yeah, that'd be fine. That'd and and his 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 shot and goal scoring ability is something that again not only is size needed up front but also like play like guys that can make plays make things happen. Yeah. They have a lot of you know they have a lot of potential future depth forwards, but they need some potential future top six top nine guys. Yeah, make it happen, Kyle. I know you're watching. Yeah, that's <laughs> hey, we'd all be happy with that pick for sure. Uh, Greg, you mentioned mine uh, in talking about Wood. Uh, and I know I just said I want to add some size and I want to add some power forwardness, but I just love what I've seen from Gabe Perot. And I think the whole f- fact that his his dad is a coach with the Blackhawks um, makes a lot of sense. And, and he, 
another guy you might have to trade up for. I've seen him ranked as high as like 15. And then I've yeah. seen him ranked as low as like 40. So again, it's all depending on whose list you're looking at here, but Perot is skill. He's not a guy who's going to go out and put anybody through the boards. He's not Matthew Kachuk, but I also think that his, I want to say the physical element, but like the compete element of his game should not be understated. He's a guy that's going to go out there and play hard. He's not going to float. He's not going to be a passenger. He's going to go to the places he needs to go to make things happen. Really good shot. I think a bit of an underrated passer and put up just massive numbers. You know, uh, he had 132 points in 63 games with the U.S. under 18 uh, development program. I mean, <laughs> that's that's comic book numbers, you know. Uh, World Juniors, he had 18 points in seven games. Uh, just kind of bigger than Cole Caulfield, but similar to me in the style of play. Um not I'm just again I'm I'm just not sure he's going to be there. He is going to Boston College, which I love because you know as Colby talked about Thursday, the uh weight programs these guys get in, the training regimens, the resources they have to grow physically and to add the sort of things they need to add uh to get to the NHL level with Bedard, they don't need to rush anybody. Uh and yes, he is undersized but I think there is still a little bit of room for growth. And I, I do like pedigree for the most part. <laughs> sons of good players are pretty good players, except for Alex Nylander. Um, <laughs> you know well, I mean? there's like, William Nylander. Yeah, right. But it, it's, I don't know. I just think there's something to that. And the fact that his dad's part of the organization, just, it makes a lot of sense. It seems kind of like everyone's talking about Davidson trading up. It kind of sounds like that might be a target, but as we've yeah. discussed for the last few weeks, how does getting Bedard change your draft plan? Because, like you both said, you want to get some size in here now that you've got a bunch of smallish forwards. Uh, so I think it does change things a little bit, but we'll see. I, I I just look. It's a talent that can't be denied, and you could figure out the size thing later. You know what I mean? If you got too many small forwards, maybe just have one little line of termites that just bug you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Reichel and, and Bedard yeah. and, and uh, Perot, and that would be okay. Have, have Perot stand on the shoulders of Frank Nazar. We'll Voltron it. We'll, <laughs> there we'll you Voltron it. Yeah, eight foot a, forward. <laughs> put a trench coat on him. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a really big jersey and then yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like Perot. Um the more I, man, the, the more that it keeps getting brought up, the more I just see this this scenario playing out where the Blackhawks and Canucks make something work where 19 and 11 get flipped. And then at 11, it's Gabe Perot. Like, I I don't know why. I just keep seeing in my head, like, there's some sort of movement. And it just seems like that makes a lot of sense for the Canucks to do, for the Blackhawks to do, and for that pick to end up with uh, with Chicago. Yeah, I, Perot is – there's a lot to love about him. Um, if one of you two guys wasn't going to pick him, I was going to pick him uh, for this for this segment because, like, it's just – yeah, he's – the skill is, is undeniable. You don't – you don't, you don't uh, set the the U.S. development program points record by accident, you know. Yeah. And yeah, he was he was playing with Will Smith. He was playing with Ryan Leonard, all in the same line. They they lit up the U18 World Juniors. They're all going to Boston College. So hey, playing playing with guys that you're familiar with, playing with guys that are that are you know match your skill uh, through your through your development phase is not a bad thing. Like you know you you all can rise up together. 
you know, playing together and, and, and feeding off of each other. So he's in a really good situation developmentally. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's enough Blackhawks uh, check boxes that he's a, uh, He's very intriguing. Uh, just for reference, uh, Corey Prominent and Scott Wheeler did their mock draft. Uh, they've got Gabe Pro going 13th to Buffalo. Uh, mm. They've got Matthew Wood going 21st to Minnesota. And they've got Charlie Stramel. Oh, you're not going to like this. Number 30 to St. Louis. <laughs> oh, please, no. <laughs> He's dead to you. But, man, that as much as that would suck, that really does make sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Who do, who, who do they have the Hawks taking at nineteen? For the record, that's a good question. I should have looked at that. Uh, I, I, I remember uh, it was. It is uh, Daniel uh, Butt. <laughs> Sweet, Daniel Boot. Daniel Boot. Uh, the the, the, the was, Russian forward. He's like he was, Larry what, Dolphin. Sick, he's Daniel he's Butt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, man. I saw man. him in a movie last night. <laughs> more of a documentary. How to fix a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, Daniil Boot. He's he's about he's he's a Russian player, uh, winger, six five, big scoring threat uh, from from everything that I've seen about him. So, hey, that's also not a bad option. A little, little, little bit of Matthew Wood, a little bit of Stramel, a little bit of. Uh, you know, Mitchkov. Some wood, with some the Rus- With the Russian factor. It's a great day. Um, I was mad when the Bears did not. They signed Jake Butt, but then Jake Butt never actually played. Didn't they pick him up as a free agent, the Michigan tight end, Jake Butt? And then he never was played he on the Bears. Free agent? I think the high school drafted would... and then sucked. Uh, I, went to, uh, I went to high school with a guy with the last name Butts, B-U-T-Z. <laughs> and uh, he played football. So, yeah. He, was, he, had, he had that name on the back of his jersey. There you go. Daniel Butt. a character? Wasn't a character in uh, in Little Giants? Wasn't that the assistant coach, Butts? Oh man, I, so God, long. I haven't seen that movie, movie in thirty yeah. years, so I have, I have to go back and think about it. That's a good one. Anyways, all right, Greg, you want to sell right. us some shades? Yeah, sure. Um, after we've gotten through all of our butt talk, let's talk yeah. about sunglasses. And all these guys we're talking about right now have very bright futures, and they're going to need to get themselves a pair of Shady Rays. Shade yourselves from the bright moon. Yes, it's going to be unbelievable, these guys, no matter who the Blackhawks pick. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. I think they're way too humble. They're better than any expensive pair I've ever worn. I've been a customer long before CHGO even existed, let alone they became a sponsor. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by their lost and broken replacements program. If you lose or break your pair, even on the very first day, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you make your purchase. And also, you're going to look good and feel good because, because the Shady Rays Impact Program is making a difference all across the United States. Together with their nonprofit partners, they're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others just like it now and for years to come. 
And if you don't love your Shady Rays, but you will, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for no charge within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. They always have your back. And it's not too late to jump in on the Shaded Rays Memorial Day sale, which is going on now through the 31st to the end of the month. The Shady Rays Memorial Day sale is giving you 35% off every single pair over at ShadyRays.com. Get yourself over there and get some deeply discounted sunglasses that have been rated five stars by over 250,000 people. A lot of people. A lot of stars. A lot of hey, a lot of sun. And uh, with the sun coming out, you, uh, you got to save some energy because, you know, you're probably going to be running that AC a little bit. Temperatures are getting up there. <laughs> save energy and money is through the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program, which is committed to helping their families and businesses in their communities that they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into that's right, Mario, into the future. And ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across their territory. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. Jake, can you tell me how that works before my connection drops? Yes, I will. <laughs> you are not saving enough energy. That's your problem. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency products that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. If you own a business, don't wait. Get started saving money and energy, energy today. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Yes, Mario, that's what I said. Comed.com slash poweringbiz. Schedule it today. We good? I was going to ask, but yeah, thank you for clarifying. All right, yes. just making sure we're all connected and everything is on the up and up. <laughs> yes. All right. Sounds we good. We are connected. All right, let's move on to our uh, second round-ish options. Again, these are always you know, liable to fluctuate as the draft approaches and things come out and guys get more or less hype. Uh, we're trying to just project as we can here. So, Mario, who do you've got for, for your second selection here? Yeah, so my, my second slash third round uh, target is a guy on the back end. Uh, and I, I know the, the Blackhawks have a lot of depth in their blue line, but it's not a bad idea to get another guy in the mix. Uh, and this is a guy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in college hockey. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. Uh, he played in some big games, uh, played for the number one team in the country at uh, Minnesota, and has a last name you might be familiar with. Uh, it is Casey Middlestat's brother, Luke Middlestat. Uh, was a freshman at Minnesota this last year, played a lot of uh, important minutes for them uh, as they went through being, again, the top program in the nation, got to the uh, the Frozen Four. Um, it, 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 it played for the World Juniors. Like This is a kid that's been playing on all the big stages, uh, which is never a bad thing. Um, a little bit undersized as a defenseman, uh, hovering right around that 5'11", 6'0 range, um, but pretty 
pretty solid, about 185, uh, depending on 190, depending on who's, uh, you know, whose measurements you're looking at. But this is a guy who is a, does a little bit of everything. He's a very competent skater. One of his best qualities is his mobility and edge work. Um, all the scouts rave about his decision making with the puck. Uh, so that that's something you want to see. You want to be able to, to, you know, have these young guys being able to make quick decisions. Now, the thing is with Middlestap, he's a little bit older. Right, he was a freshman last year, but he was already in his 19, 20, 20 year old range. He'll be twenty this season, going to uh, Minnesota again. So, you know, I I know it's he's a little bit older, but I think he's a little bit further down the path on his uh, on his progression than maybe some of the guys that you know some of the other guys you look at in this draft. So I know Kyle Davidson didn't say being available to the Blackhawks immediately. Uh, was a prerequisite, but it also doesn't hurt. Um, this is a guy that can play next season at Minnesota. Uh, he'll, he'll, he has an opportunity to be maybe a defensive pairing with Sam Renzel. Uh, so that would be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but I think, you know, he's going to get at least two years at Minnesota, maybe a third year, uh, and then can make the jump to the professional ranks. I, I, I think he's got a lot of skills um, that, you know, the Blackhawks look for high IQ, quick decision making, good with the puck, and a good skater. Sounds good to me. I, and again, you, we talk about pedigree, right? And the lineage and the family and like, you know, look at the Hughes brothers. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it, it yeah. matters. You know, I think it, I, if it's, if you're on the fence between one who has and one who hasn't or one, you know what I mean? I, you can, I would always go with the one who has it, you know? Yeah. And, and when we talked to Mike Donahue and, and how he spoke about, you know, getting to know players and then also their families and the, more about their background and stuff like that, that's a hockey family. So I, I feel like, you know, if, if, if you're if you're looking for, like you said, like kind of like that lineage, that pedigree, um, you know, that's that that's a family that's going to probably produce uh, a couple NHL players with with Casey and Luke. And I believe they have a younger brother, John, uh, also on the way. So never a bad thing. Yep. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to go my second, third round target could be somewhere, someone who's available, you know, at one of those second round picks, maybe slip down to the third. This is a kid that, again, in any other draft year might be like a late first rounder. Uh, he's come, he's, he's had a really good year. I'm talking about uh, Danny Nelson, a, four, a six, three forward from the U S national team development program. Uh, he played 62 games with the under 18 national team, had 21 goals, 47 points, uh, played 23 games uh, in the USHL where he put up uh, eight goals and 17 points. He also had four goals and seven points in that seven games at the under 18 world juniors. Uh, Nelson started his hockey playing days as a defenseman and then made the move to forward a couple of years ago and has really fit in well. He's played both wing and center, so he's got versatility. He's, he's had pretty good, decent success when he has played center winning faceoff. So that's a plus down there. Uh, he's, when I, when I watch his highlights, I think of what we saw with like the Florida Panthers. Uh, he's a threat on the forecheck. He's a relentless forechecker. He's a guy that, hey, if, he, if they draft him and he gets there, he's a guy that can get in and get the puck and have number 98 come behind him and pick it up. He's got soft hands that makes him dangerous close, you know, in close range to the net. But he also has a heavy shot with a, a quick release. He's had a, he had a lot of success for the national team on the power play. Um, he's a powerful skater, very tough to get off the puck. 
Uh, he needs some improvement with his speed and acceleration, but again, so does everybody, except for an elite few. Uh, and he wins a ton of board battles, be it in the corners, behind the net. He's always a guy that gets in there and comes out with the puck. Um, he's 17, so he's got plenty of time to develop, and he's committed to play at uh, the University of Notre Dame, not this coming season, but the following, starting in 2024. So we already, we already know that there's a big connection between Notre Dame and the Blackhawks. So another kid that will take some time, uh, but going to a really good program that's developed a lot of good NHL players. So And he'll, he'll be close to home to, to watch develop. So... Danny Nelson is a guy I wouldn't mind seeing getting scooped up at one of those second round picks. The athletic mock draft has Danny Nelson going 40th to the Washington Capitals, So you're, you're in that range there. Um, I'm going to go with a yeah. familiar name too. Uh, Jaden Perron play with the Chicago steel um, big time scorer. Another smallish forward. I know I'm kind of going against what I'm saying, but man, there's just so much skill here. It's hard to ignore. Uh, 72 points in 61 games. He's going to the University of North Dakota next year, which, uh, like we said earlier, is such a big benefit for these young players now. And I will encourage everybody, if you missed our interview with um, Colby Cohen from Thursday, go back and listen because there was so much good stuff on the college game and how it's changed and how it's impacting uh, NHL players these days. So um, just another guy with a ton of skill, really a smart player, knows the game well, does the right things. Uh, high IQ seems to be something that, aside from being able to put the puck in the net and being fast, uh, that Kyle Davidson and his crew uh, really seem to like. Now, the athletic mock draft has him going 53rd to the Minnesota Wild. So maybe a bit of a stretch for where the Hawks will be picking in the second round. But, you know, they got that 55th pick, too. So who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Perron will be on the board there. It's hard to say, but um, <coughs> bring me all the skill. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I've, I've already checked um, when we first started talking about him. He's no relation to uh, Pudwack David Perron, so he's safe. Yeah, I would never take him, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no relation. Sometimes lineage is a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. Hey, yeah. Is David Perron actually a Pudwack, or does he just kill the Hawks? I don't know, but he's just, you know, when you play for the Red Wings and the Blues yeah. and the Vegas Golden Knights, you're a pudwack in my book. I don't care if you're, like, saving puppies on the street or rescuing kittens or spending time at Children's Hospital. You play for all those teams in one career, I don't like you. Yeah, it's tough. That's that's a tough recovery. Sure. on an ice pudwack. I'm sure he's a sweetheart of a guy, but, you know, he's just kind of got a punchable face, too. Yeah. So I didn't see Middlestad on the mock draft, and I know they only did the first two rounds. Uh, so you're probably right, right in that wheelhouse. So I think Mario probably end yeah. second, early third, probably projecting him there. His, his, uh, I believe Central Scouting had him in the. He's thinking about it. Eighties. There we go. Range. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, you're probably talking. You're probably talking third. You're t- probably talking third round. Um, did I cut out? Yeah, a little bit. You're fine. Central You're scouting good. has them in, in about the eighties range. Yeah. Central scouting has them in about the eighties range. So third round, uh, if he's, if he's available, you know, they got uh, two picks in the third round, I believe. So, you know, that, that, that could be uh, an option for them there. And I, I, like we said, I, I think, you know, loading up on, on forwards this year is, is probably going to be the way that they go again. Um, given the the depth of the defensive cr- group isn't that strong, um, but you uh, you can't 
you can't pick 12 forwards. Like you gotta, you gotta mix it up a little bit. There's going to be some talent there defensively that you can't pass up. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to be watching the NHL draft on Fubo TV. That's where I go for my live television. And are you, I am. Yep. You're not going to be watching it from the Bridgestone arena. Well, I'm going to have With it on your my eyeballs. Phone. I'm going to have it on my phone. <laughs> Oh, okay, so we can right. make sure you'll have the broadcast going while watching it live. Yeah, so we don't have any uh, trades happening we don't from, know about. See it from all angles. Or gotcha. don't have Kevin Weeks blowing what the pick's going to be, and we don't know about it because we have the, <laughs> the volume down. So we got to be on top of things, I and mean, you can be too with Fubo TV. 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Like we said, you can stream live TV from any device, including your phone, your laptop, your iPad, whatever, and watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Go to FuboTV.com slash CHGO. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. There's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Watch local teams while traveling. And, of course, I mentioned the NHL draft. You've got the playoffs underway now. Cubs on Marquee Sports Network. It's the only streaming service with Marquee. Sox, Bulls, Hawks on NBC Sportsnet. If you're looking for sports, Fubo is the place to find it. Check it out. Use the description in our uh, use the link in our description. Sorry to save fifteen percent on your first month of Fubo Pro. That is fubotv.com slash chgo. And not to be confused with Fubo, but Foco is uh, one of our friends that uh, is one of the best in the merchandise and memorabilia and collectibles game for the sports fan in your life or just you know for yourself hey it's when it's a it's monday it's memorial day i want to get a gift for myself i'm gonna get myself a bobblehead as you see there on the graphic of maybe justin fields or tim anderson or benny the bull or that cubs player with a beard like most of them do uh i can't tell who that is i'm gonna guess dansby swanson yeah, Dansby Swanson. Yep. Sure. Get yourself a Dansby Swanson bobblehead. You can do that and more with our friends at FOCO. They got hoodies, shoes, signs, um, again, bobbleheads, uh, you know, probably some banners like you see behind Jay and Greg, like with the Blackhawks. You, anything you can want your favorite Chicago sports team or player to be uh, printed on or stitched onto, FOCO can get it done. Uh, baseball season is in full swing, so get yourself some Aloha shirts, some straw hats, uh, polos, bags, anything to deck yourself out uh, for tailgating, either at uh, Comiskey Park or Wrigley Field. Go for it uh, with FOCO. And uh, when we are live in studio, uh, which we will be uh, the rest of this week, um, check out our, our all the all the good uh, FOCO goodies on our set. They've uh, helped us out get the CHGO studios decked out and looking great you can deck out your man cave your she shed or any other room in the house that you want decked out in sports gear foco will do it go to foco.com or uh, or click the link in the description below and when you do use the promo code chgo and you're going to get 10 percent off all non-pre-sale items again that's the promo code chgo when you go to foco.com that's f-o-c-o.com all right, now we go to our kind of long shots in the draft here. Mario, who you got? Well, you guys are going to be surprised, but it's a name I've mentioned before. Uh, Thomas Millich, the Seattle Thunderbirds uh, starting goaltender for the uh, WHL champion Seattle Thunderbirds. He is also the starting goaltender for them as they are in the middle of the Memorial Cup right now in Kamloops. Um 
look looking for the trifecta this year. If he can land a, a be the starting goaltender for a Memorial Cup championship, a WHL championship, and lead Canada to a World Juniors gold medal. I mean, I don't know how much more he needs to put on his resume. He's been passed over in the last two drafts, surprisingly. I don't think he gets passed over again. Look, I understand he doesn't have the ideal size for a goaltender at just about six foot, but like, man, like there's the 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 resume of accomplishments um, and every other skill that he checks off besides not being six foot six, like he he checks it off. So, you know, I I know there's other younger uh, goaltenders to to look at. It's not a deep goaltender draft, but there are still some uh, some talented players in this year's draft. I know Trey Augustine is one. Uh, Carson Bjarnson is as uh, one. But man, like I just look at I just look at Milich, his body of work, and the fact that I'm sure the Blackhawks have seen a lot of him, given the trio of all prospects that are in Seattle already. Um, and you know, watching Connor Bedard play in the WHL, like I'm sure, and, and at camp and in Canada, uh, with Team Canada, like the Blackhawks have probably had eyes all over him. So I would be surprised if he's available in those later rounds and the Blackhawks haven't taken a swing on a goalie if they don't do it and maybe do it with him. I think he's going to be available in those later rounds because he's older, uh, because he's undersized. But, you know, if if you could get him in a late-round pick, given where the Blackhawks' goaltending position already is with their, you know, young depth with Soderblom and Stauber and Camezzo. Um, you add Millich to the mix, he'll he'll jump into the professional ranks right away. Maybe he's a third goalie in Rockford. Maybe he's a goalie uh, with the Indy Fuel. I mean, it's not unheard of that you know young, higher end goaltending prospects start in the ECHL. Uh, I believe Detroit did that with uh, Sebastian Costa this year, playing in the ECHL as he was a first round pick. So you know, I, I think there's there's a lot of skill there. It's just unfortunate that he's not six foot six like you don't have to be this bit you don't have to be andre vasilevsky size to have success as a, as a goaltender i know uc saros uh is kind of like an anomaly but it's not unheard of that a six foot six foot one goalie can have success yep agree with that all right i know i went with some <clears throat> college players my first two picks but i'm sticking in the whl for my late round guy and i'm i'm i like uh, what I've seen out of Vancouver Giants forward Jaden Lipinski, another size guy, six foot three. He had 19 goals, 51 points in his 66 games with the Giants. Uh, our, our pals over at PHNX might be targeting him too. He's a product of the Coyote, the Junior Coyotes program. He's from Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, he plays well in all three zones. He was he was a contributor on both the power play and the penalty kill. He. His ceiling is kind of like a responsible bottom six forward, and we've talked a lot about you need those guys to, to win in, in the playoffs, and he could be one of those guys. He's a good skater with room for improvement. He's got great hands with a bit of a scoring touch, and he's one of his greatest attributes in the scouting reports I've read is how well he protects the puck. Uh, he was an undrafted player in the WHL, and he went in two seasons to becoming one of the Vancouver Giants' top contributors the coaching staff in Vancouver raves about his coaching, uh, his work ethic. And that's something that we know, uh, you know, never takes a shift off is, is a lot what you hear about him. And you know, that's, that's kind of fits the mold of Luke Richardson and Kyle Davidson. Plus the marketing alone 
the Chicago L line as your fourth line with Lipinski, Ludwinski, and Light Lightman all in there. <laughs> like it, the marketing, our, I could see the CHGO shirt right now with an L train and the three numbers on it. Oh yeah. There's your grinder fourth line that can score and, and score big goals in the playoffs right there. So let's make that happen. And a broadcaster's dream of Lodwinski to Lipinski. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Vosters can handle it. I don't know if Foley yeah. would have been able to handle that the last couple of years. Vosters would be all over it. Yeah, he'll yeah. nail it. He'll nail it. I, two things on that. Any relation to Tara Lipinski? I do not think so, no. Okay, because I was going to say, I, I would assume then his skating ability is off the charts. If, if yes, that were he, can, he, he, could, he could do a triple toe lutz right across the neutral zone. <laughs> Uh, and two, you know, Vancouver Giants and the WHL, you know who was a uh, a coach with them this year? Brett Seabrook. Seabrook. Our guy, yeah. Yep. And you know so, they've hey. watched him a lot too because, you know, they played the Seattle Thunderbirds quite a bit. So there's mm-hmm. probably some familiarity there. And they, they call up Seabs and say, hey, what do you think of this guy? Teach him about fruit and crap. That's a and nachos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, my guy is probably going to be a little bit off the board here. Uh, his uh, last check... Uh, number 59 by NHL Central Scouting, and that's among North American forwards. It is Zach Nearing, right winger from Shattuck St. Mary's, which is a high school that's basically a hockey college. Is that the, is that a fair way to describe yeah. it, fellas? Like, yeah, it's it's like a boarding school. Yeah. A lot of rich. Yeah. A lot of rich I mean, it, it's a hockey factory. It's There's so many. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. so many fa- players that have gone through there. Taze played there. Reason. I think Sidney Crosby played there. Like, yeah, it's it's let. Yeah, it's less of a high school, more of a of a factory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so- Pierre Maguire's favorite high school <laughs> on the planet. Absolutely, yes, of course. Flashback. Uh, yes. So uh, Zach Nearing, six three, one ninety one. So string bean, very much in the uh, Sam Renzel kind of category, but but big as time to fill out. Eighteen year old from Minot, North Dakota. Uh, he's a big scorer, and I think you know as we're getting late in the draft, especially with the guys I targeted here on today's show. It's well overdue to add some size, 85 points in 54 games. Uh, and look, anytime you see a guy come from Shattuck St. Mary's, you know he's been taught, taught the right way. He's headed uh, to Western Michigan to play collegiately, another really good hockey school. So, you know, it's a bit of a stretch. And as these guys, you know, as you get later on, less information becomes available. But from the limited stuff I've seen about him, Seems like a good skater for his size. Obviously, will fill out a little bit. And sometimes guys need to adjust their skating to their body growth, right? Like it's a whole, it's a giant uh, adjustment when guys put on a bunch of size quickly. Um, but so far, so good for Zach Nearing and to be one of the best players at probably the best hockey uh, prep school in the country. Uh, that's that's a that's a good sign for me, and that's all I need to hear. So big, yes, can score, yes. Uh, you know, p- pedigree of great schools. Yes, sign me up. Zach Nearing is my guy. Yeah, hard hard to argue against that. And was it Vlasic that we were talking to, uh, talking about you know his physical development because he's a giant now at, at about six five six six. Um, but I think was it the his maybe his junior year or senior high school age range where he said he he was he went from being like five ten to like six three and like one year yeah so he had to completely like relearn (laughs) like how to control his body on the ice so yeah i mean there's there's time for these kids to 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 develop and and grow into those into those frames and yeah that that'd be interesting to see uh if where if and when he's uh available 
All right, so Law put it together a little graphic here before we wrap up so we can just kind of show everybody what we got. Uh, nice. uh, Mario started, off, started us off with Charlie Stramel, then went Luke Middlestat and Thomas Millich. Uh, Greg went Matthew Wood, Danny Nelson, Jaden Lipinski, and I went Gabe Perot, uh, Jaden Perron, and Zach Nearing. So those are my three. So I don't know. Let's see. If one of us yeah. is right, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the more the more darts at the board, the better your odds. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. All right, we're going to wrap things up. Thanks for being with us. Reminder on your way out to smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the page as well and uh, hit us up on your podcast apps too. And those five-star reviews would be great. Again, happy Memorial Day. Thanks to all who serve and who all who have served. We appreciate you. And we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.